Hey everyone, Diane here, Senior Therapeutic Weight Loss Specialist with Instrive coming to you from our Muncie office. And on today's podcast, we want to talk about weight loss accountability. One of the things that we hear a lot from clients who are coming in and uh, people who are having consultations and things of that nature is that the biggest reason they feel like they have a hard time losing weight and sticking to a diet is they're not accountable to anyone but themselves. That can be tough because if you're, you know, it's real easy to give yourself excuses, right? If you're, if you're having a rough day, if you've worked a lot of hours, if you didn't sleep well last night, maybe you have a million errands you have to run or take your kid to this practice or that rehearsal or whatever the case may be, you can very easily slip into a pattern of giving yourself outs on a weight loss program. So Today, we want to talk a little bit about how to stay accountable. I'm going to go over 10 ways to stay accountable for weight loss. And I'm also going to go over a little bit of what we do here at InStrive to help you stay accountable and, um, you know, why that tends to work really well for our clients here. Um, So 10 ways to stay accountable for weight loss. And probably some of these things you're going to already know. Now, do you implement them? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. You know, I think that a lot of us have really good intentions for implementing strategies like this, but do we actually follow through? Do we actually get to the point where we are doing what we are saying we're going to do? And that's the hard part. That's why that accountability is such an important factor to to come into this. The tools that we're going to talk about today can help you get a little bit better at not making those, um, you know, broad promises that you're not really going to keep, not falling back into those same old patterns of, well, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then it's just sort of, you know, best laid plans, you know, they fall by the wayside. So the first thing that I like to tell people with accountability is you need to make friends with your scale. And I know that's a hard thing for us because the scale is a scary thing. A lot of times I I know that some of my clients will, some of our clients, I should say, will become pretty obsessed with the scale, what it says, what those numbers are. And that's not what I'm talking about here. I don't want you becoming obsessed with the scale. And you probably have a love hate relationship with the scale right now. And that's normal because daily fluctuations are really maddening. They drive you insane when all you want to see is, uh, you know, lower weight, less pound or ounces or whatever. And your scale is stuck. It's not moving as quickly as you want it to, but the scale is truly a very useful tool to help provide motivation. If you weigh yourself daily, that's, um, you know, what we recommend with InStrive is getting on that scale first thing in the morning every day. But again, People who are doing the InStrive Fat Loss Program tend to lose a little bit of weight every day. I mean, yeah, there's mild fluctuations, there's ups and downs, but getting on that scale regularly will will keep you motivated because you're actually seeing results if you're sticking with the program. Now, if you're someone that's going to become very obsessed with the scale, if you're getting on it every day, then I don't want you to do that. I want you to weigh yourself only once a week. Know that weekly weigh-in is coming. Do it the same day every week. Do it first thing in the morning in your birthday suit, you know, after you've used the bathroom, before you eat or drink anything. That is going to help keep you accountable week to week. But if you're someone that is going to obsess over that daily number, it's going to prevent that frustration of those small fluctuations. So make friends with your scale, weigh in at least once a week. 
Use a tape measure. That's number two. The number two way to stay accountable is use a tape measure. And I had a client recently who told me that she was so glad that I told her to take measurements. I got an, I got an email from her kind of out of the blue randomly. And she had said to me, you know, my weight's been stuck for a little while. And this particular client wants to get down to, I think about 145, which is pretty thin for her. And I think right now she's at like 155. And so at 155, her body is pretty healthy. She's lost a good amount of weight. And of course, we all know those last 10 pounds like to fight with us. They don't like to come off very easily. So she's she's kind of fighting that battle and she was losing motivation and feeling like, my gosh, I feel like I'm doing all the right things, but nothing's happening. What's going on? What do we do? And I told her, start using a tape measure. And when I got this email, she said, I'm so glad that you told me that because since I measured myself last two weeks ago, I've lost three inches on my waist, even though my scale didn't change. A tape measure is a very precise way to measure success. You're measuring your waistline, your hips, your bust, your thighs, calves, wherever, wherever your problem area is that you're hoping some of the excess fat will come off. You can take measurements. You can record them. It's a tangible process that's going to help you make progress towards your goal because you get really excited about seeing that kind of detail that you're not going to see on a scale. The scale can't give you that. And muscle takes up less volume than fat. I know you've all heard that crazy, um, I shouldn't say crazy, but you've, you've heard that saying, oh, muscle weighs more than fat. No, it doesn't. 10 pounds is 10 pounds. I don't care what it's 10 pounds of. 10 pounds of you know, something heavy is still 10 pounds and as is something that is 10 pounds of a lightweight you know, material. Like I, uh, one of the things we've used as an example is feathers and gold. 10 pounds of feathers, 10 pounds of gold. They're both 10 pounds. Here's the difference. The feathers are bulky. They take up a lot of room. The gold is compact. It takes up less room. It's dense. Very similar to muscle and fat. Muscle is dense. It takes up less volume in your body. Fat is bulky. So when you see those inches drop, even though the scale might not be moving, you know that you are still burning fat and losing inches. The number three way to stay accountable, use a food journal. A food journal is an excellent tool that's going to help you see exactly what you're eating, and it helps to keep you more accountable to your portion sizes. I don't just want you writing down, you know, today I had chicken and broccoli. I want you literally writing down today I had, you know, if you don't want to measure, that's okay. But if you do, like three ounces of chicken or four ounces of chicken and one cup or two cups or whatever of vegetables, literally keep your portions recorded as well and truly write down what you eat regardless if you think it doesn't matter so if you're walking through the kitchen and your kids have a bowl of potato chips on the counter and you grab three chips you better write it down i know that might seem like three chips isn't going to make a big difference but listen we do that mindlessly a lot. We walk around throughout our day and we'll walk by something that looks good. And we'll grab one piece of this or a little handful of that. Those things add up. Keeping that food journal will keep you accountable. It'll keep you understanding just how often you're picking up small little things that are adding up to big things as far as your, your progress goes. And a trick that I like to tell people is to write down what you're going to eat before you eat it instead of after. 
that actually helps increase your awareness and it makes you think twice about a food that isn't on your list before you eat it. So a little trick is to write it down beforehand, plan out your meals for the day or for the week and write down what you're going to eat and then stay accountable to that. Don't deviate meal prep if you need to, but stay accountable to that food journal. The next tip is save your skinny jeans. Seriously, some people keep a pair of like big jeans or pants around as a, a tip off to weight loss that kind of starts to creep back. That technique is not effective for everyone. And also they say, and I kind of believe this, if you keep around your clothes that are bigger, just in case, just in case tends to happen, right? If you're in a size eight and you have your size 12s that you wore before in your drawer still as a safety precaution, oh, what if I have a bad month and I gain a few pounds and I need something bigger to put on? That gives you an out. Remember what I said in the beginning about giving yourself outs? You're giving yourself an out by keeping those larger sizes laying around your house because you know you have them and it's going to make it real easy to overeat, eat the wrong foods, go a little crazy knowing, well, it's not like I'm not going to fit in my clothes. I'll just grab that other pair of pants that it's the bottom of the drawer. that's a little bit bigger. Don't do that. Okay. That's not a good method of accountability. That's actually the opposite. That's a demotivator, not a motivator. You might be better off keeping smaller pants handy, right? So keep a size that's not too far from your goal on hand and know that you can continuously try those jeans on as you get a little bit smaller and at some point you're going to fit in them. So instead of keeping larger sizes laying around, keep those clothes that you used to fit in that you wish you fit in now yeah, most of us have them like out of sight, out of mind, up in a bin, or if you didn't give them away, but maybe throw a pair of two of those down in your drawer. Have them sitting there where you see them. It's a motivational tool and it will keep you accountable to your goal. Every time you look at those little skinny jeans, you're going to go, oh man, I remember how good I felt in those things. I can't wait till I can wear them again. It's a visual reminder of what you're trying to do. Okay, next tip, an accountability buddy. And I know not everybody has this availability. And, and honestly, if you don't, you don't. But it doesn't have to be someone that you're, you know, connected to physically. It can be an online person. It can be, um, you know, someone that you you meet in a, a group on Facebook that you can hold yourself accountable with them, a weight loss group. If you're within Strive, you know you're accountable to us. You know that Laura and Abby and Jess and me are going to hold you accountable to what you need to be doing. But having a we're in this together buddy not only reinforces your accountability, but it also provides positive weight loss and weight maintenance reinforcement and motivation. You can call that person if you find yourself wavering or send them a text or send them an email. And you're not going to be inclined to hit the snooze button and skip, you know, your, your morning walk with your dog or, you know, getting up out of bed and cooking your healthy breakfast or whatever it is you need to do. If you know, you've got to answer to someone within strive, what we try to do is be that accountability person where you have a 24 hour email support with us, even on the weekends, if you need something, you shoot us a message, we get back to you same day. We also have a fantastic Facebook community group only for our members 
where not only is our staff filling in that buddy position, but so are all the other people doing this program. They're buddy, buddy with each other. They're helping each other be on track, reinforced, accountable, motivated. So look for that. If you're within Strive, you have those tools available to you. If you're not, find someone that you feel would be a good person to hold you accountable. It can be a friend, it can be a family member, it can be, like I said, someone that you you are in a like-minded weight loss group with, someone that you know will hold your feet to the fire. That's what we're looking for here. Okay, next tip. Keep the big picture in mind. So you need to set specific goals. And, and, and I don't mean that in a way that, oh, I have to set a goal weight of 120 pounds and if I don't hit it, I'm just gonna die. No, no, that's not what we're going for here. But setting a specific goal can be a very effective weight loss strategy. And one of the most common reasons people want to lose weight is because they're working toward a goal. And I mean a goal like your daughter is getting married and you want to feel great in that mother of the bride dress or your class reunion is coming up and you want everyone to see how good you look. All those people you graduated with, eat your heart out, that kind of thing. Uh, now, be careful not to focus so much on a single milestone that your plan falls apart afterward. That's important, too. You don't want to um, fall into something where, oh my gosh, I got to lose 10 pounds before this event. And then the event comes and you're like, <gasps> and you start eating whatever you want and the weight starts creeping back up. So, it, I, I mean, a goal like a, an event is great, but there needs to be a permanent objective too, like uh, living a longer, healthier life, you know, um, feeling more comfortable in your clothes being able to run around the yard with your future grandkids and feel great doing it, that kind of thing. So there has to be some long-term goals, not just those short-term goals. And one of the things that, um, you know, this brought to mind for me, this particular one, I have a lot of people who come in here that meet with me as a consultant. And one of the questions I get a lot is, well, what about the keto diet? a lot of people are very interested right now in the keto diet. They're doing the low carb thing because my gosh, everywhere you go online, you see ads that are keto or, you know, talking about how carbs are bad and, you know, you need to cut carbs to lose weight. And oh my gosh, I lost all this weight doing the keto diet, that kind of thing. I want to tell you something that you need to understand about the keto diet. The keto diet, yes you will lose weight. Your body will burn fat because you are eliminating sugar. Those are the two things your body can use for energy, sugar or fat. The problem with keto is if you plan to eat carbohydrate again and you don't know how to reintroduce it properly, you're going to gain all your weight back. That reminds me of this because I tell people a lot of times, you never want to follow a program that you can't keep doing. If you can't do this for the rest of your life, you better not be doing it now because nobody's eating meat, cheese, and fat forever. You know, when you start eating normal food again, there's going to be problems. Those short-term solutions are the quickest way to not have that permanent objective. Oh, I want to lose 10 pounds to fit in that dress. Great. But once you fit in that dress and you go crazy at the event and thereafter, guess what? That 10 pounds is coming back on. 
So we have to pick something that you know you can continue to do. And, and I, I'm going to point back to InStrive again here because we don't just put you on a diet. This isn't a diet. We teach you how to eat to stimulate the body to burn fat and build the metabolic system to a stronger, healthier place. We do not trick your body into weight loss. We help your body get healthier, stronger, better at utilizing the right thing to energize itself by making simple, effective nutritional changes in your diet that are sustainable for life. Does that mean you're living on a diet? You're never going to eat pizza again? Absolutely not. That means we need to make some changes. We need to get rid of some things that are irritating your body, allow it some space to heal and strengthen itself so that down the road, you can eat some of those things in moderation and not have to be constantly worried about what your scale says. So uh, that big picture mentality, let's keep that in mind. Make sure when you are picking a plan, it's something you can live with. It's something that isn't going to get tiresome, like the cabbage soup diet where that's all you're allowed to eat stuff like that no no guys all right next one if you're a fitness person i want you to chart your fitness accomplishments so if you are someone who is incorporating exercise and listen not all of you do i want to make it very clear that if you're an instrive client you know that while we fully support exercise because of course we are dietitians, nurses, nutritional counselors, therapeutic weight loss specialists. We are not going to tell you that exercise is not good for you. That would be ridiculous. What we are going to tell you is that you can lose weight. You can burn fat with or without exercise. Exercise is not required for fat loss. Your body can tap into the fat burning ability without incorporating physical activity. However, if you are incorporating physical activity, which is great if you are, I would like you to try to keep a fitness log. And that can be as simple as marking an X on the calendar on the days that you do a workout. It is really motivating to see that chain of Xs, to see those days that you've gotten up and done something adding up. Those Xs mean something. They make you feel good. You go, wow, look at that. All I wanted to do was come home and sit on the couch, but I didn't. I took that walk. I went for that bike ride. I did 30 minutes on my you know, stationary bike or my elliptical machine. Accountability, chart those fitness feats. Keep that right where you can look at it. It'll keep you motivated. It'll keep you accountable. Okay, next one, apps. Let's talk about apps for your phone. So apps are pretty useful, literally, with, with weight loss. I mean, there's tons of apps out there. I know the a big part, you know, a very popular one is the My Fitness Pal. Um, Lose It is another one. I know that um, some of the bigger uh, uh, like diet and exercise companies have various apps. InStrive has an online portal you can access through your phone. So if you are wishing that you had something that would keep you sticking to the diet, sticking to the goals, giving you that information right in front of your face, kind of like a drill sergeant who's going to put you through the paces. You, you can have a virtual one. I mean, there's an app for that, guys. You can get into some of these apps if they help you, if that's what's going to help you. 
download something on your phone. You can track it if it's going to be something that makes you feel like you're doing good. Now, I, I mean, I'll tell you within Strive, we don't, we don't count calories. We don't count grams of fat. We don't count macros. We look more at the quality of the food you're eating, the good solid nutrition that you're taking in and then your portion sizes. But if you're someone who needs to see those things, if, it, if to you that's important that you get a look at those things, download my fitness pal, download something like that. You can add everything in there, how much water you're drinking, how much exercise you're doing, what foods you're eating, what you weigh, your inches, everything. And you can keep track of it that way. And again, if you're an InStrive client, <clears throat> excuse me, ask about how to get access to the online portal. We'll help you track everything right there. So certainly there is a way for you to have that accountability right in your pocket if that appeals to you. Um, okay, keeping on that fitness and exercise idea, if you're trying to take small things, small steps, you, you maybe you can't go to the gym and do a huge workout, but you want to get a little more active. One of the things that I recommend to people is a pedometer because a pedometer is going to pretty much just track your steps every day. And it will help you, you know, get a little bit more active because you're going to be thinking about it. When that pedometer is on, you're clipped on your belt or clipped in your pocket or whatever. You start thinking, huh, maybe I don't want the closest parking spot to the store. Maybe I don't want to take the elevator. Maybe I'd rather take the stairs. You know, maybe I want to park at the far entrance in the mall and walk to the store that's across the mall. It's the easiest way to start getting in a little bit of physical activity and also keeping yourself accountable. So if you're looking to add in just a little bit more, just a little bit more, and you're not ready for anything major, you're not trying to overhaul, jump into a huge fitness routine, a pedometer can really make you feel good when you see those steps going up every single day. They say to aim for 10,000 steps a day. Listen, I don't want to set a bar that you feel is too much for you. As I mentioned before, uh, InStrive is a no exercise required program. We do not even require you to do any kind of a walking program if you don't want to or if you're unable to. But if you're looking to set a goal, 10,000 steps is a good goal. And if you you know fall a little short, don't beat yourself up for goodness sake. For every step you take, you're still lapping everybody else sitting on the couch. That's what you need to remember. Even a little bit helps. Always start small. The best way to make big changes is to incorporate small ones a little bit at a time. If you jump in with a bunch of things, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm never going to do that again. And I'm going to always do this. I'm not trying to be mean, but you're going to fail because that's the way people are right. Like we, we try, we have the best intentions. We don't fail because we're lazy or bad people or anything like that, but we're busy. We're tired. We have a lot going on and we try really hard to do everything. We put too much on ourselves. So don't put too much on yourselves. Okay. Small steps, literally. Okay. Last one. Number 10, create your own rewards program. So a lot of times I think people tend to make the reward uh, food. I don't want you to do that. 
food is not meant to be a reward. Don't use food as a reward because that's locking you into the wrong mindset. That's putting you in that mentality of, uh, you know, I deserve this, right? I, I know I've done that. I've had a long day at work and I'm tired and I'm thinking about the fact that I have to cook dinner when I get home and I'm driving by those fast food restaurants and I'm going, you know what? I'm tired. It's a long day. I deserve a night off of cooking. I deserve to stop and get something easy for dinner. Falling into that rewarding yourself with food leads to problems. So set up little rewards along the way to stay on the right path, whether it's a size goal, a weight goal, an inches goal. The trick is to reward yourself along the way, but don't use food. Make it a massage, make it a facial, make it going to a movie, but skipping the buttered popcorn and the soda. Those kind of things. Maybe there's a pair of shoes that you've had your eye on forever. And you know, you're like, when I get down 20 pounds or when I get down 10 pounds or whatever, I'm buying those shoes. Or maybe it's a new blouse to wear out with your friends or to wear to church on Sunday or wear to work. Something you know you're going to feel great in. Maybe it's getting your hair cut or colored or highlighted. Maybe it's getting your nails done. Whatever you like to do. If it's a book, if you like to read, set a book. Okay, I'm going to buy myself, you know, this person's newest bestseller when I hit this goal. And I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Set goals for yourself. Make them things that you can attain. Don't make them things that are pie in the sky. Like I said, small rewards along the way. But doing that really, really will help you to feel great about your progress, to change that mindset of food being a reward system and to keep yourself accountable and moving forward. So guys, that's our 10 tips for weight loss accountability. I'm so glad that you listened today. I hope you found something useful that you can that, uh, take along with you and uh, help you move forward on this journey. I want to mention in Strive Clients, if you have not logged into the Facebook community group lately, you need to do so because we started a new thing for the month of November that is a basically kind of a, a boot camp reboot challenge. Laura, our nurse, and Abby, our dietitian from the Wilkesbury office, are kind of heading this thing up. But it's really nice. It's going to basically have you and a whole bunch of other people staff, members of our, our program, being accountable to each other for the month of November. We're going to get things back on track. We're going to, you know, get back to basics. We're going to be accountable to our goals. We're going to be eating healthier. We're going to be moving more. We're going to be just self-care, right? Doing nice things for ourselves, getting into healthier habits, this isn't just about weight loss. This is about being a better version of you in every way that you want to be. So I would love for all of you to jump online, take a look at that challenge and commit yourself to it. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a great thing and you're going to have so much support. So if you've been thinking about getting back on track or starting, whatever it is, if you are an InStrive member, please jump on there, check it out. Commit yourself to it. It's a wonderful way 
to get ready for the holiday season. Now, if you're not an InStrive member and you're thinking, man, that sounds great. How do I get in on that? First step is to schedule a consultation. We need to meet with you. We need to figure out your goals and how we can help you reach them. InStrive clients, on average, lose about eight to 15 pounds in a month. We can help you get there and we can every step of the way be that accountability partner. The first step is on you though, guys. You gotta set up that one-on-one -on -one consultation with me or with one of our consultants here at InStrive. So you can call our office. You can jump online, instrivefatloss.com. You can jump on Facebook, InStrive. We will get you a consult. We'll get you in here either virtually over Zoom or actually physically in our office. And we'll start this process. I would love, 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 nothing more than to have so many of you out there feeling healthy, happy, and wonderful in your own skin this holiday season. So please check out that challenge. Our next episode, we're going to start talking about why it's not the best idea to wait until the new year to start your health and wellness goals and go over some statistics that actually prove starting a weight loss program over October, November, December, the holiday season, those people are most successful because they're not thinking of it as, oh, I got to lose weight, but there's this, but there's that lifestyle change. They're thinking of it as a lifestyle change, but we're going to get more into that in the next episode. For now, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I'm Diane, Senior Therapeutic Weight Loss Specialist here at InStrive in Muncie, Pennsylvania. Have a great day.